Hello. Hey. Oh, hey, Brady. Oh, how's the vacation going? What? It's good. It's great. It's great. Scarif is wonderful. Yeah, it's beautiful down there. <laughs> it turns out, turns out, the Imperial presence is still kind of here. So when I booked the flight, you know, I was like, these these tickets are cheap. There's still Imperial bucketheads on <laughs> I am currently recording this podcast in a closet because there's there are, there are Imperial stormtroopers. Wait, wait, wait. They're they're marching up and down the halls, man. Wait, you mean there's an active Imperial military presence? There is an there is an active presence. I thought I was getting a nice rate on a beach vacation on Scarif. Beautiful Scarif, right? Lovely, beautiful beaches. Well, turns out it's beca- active presence. Active I told presence, you, man. Even Spirit Airlines wouldn't fly to to Scarif for those rates if there wasn't something fishy going on. Well, I shouldn't have listened to PBDO when he said he could get me those cheap tickets. Shut up, PBDO. He's going to get captured and definitely tortured by the Empire. They do love to torture. That's what they do. They torture people. They love to torture. They torture people. Okay, well, I mean, are you still going to be able to do the podcast? I think we're going to do a nice on-location podcast. Yeah, I I think I think I see him starting to yeah, they're they're walking down another hall. I think we'll be okay. Okay, all right. Well, you know, keep your wits about you. Always. All right. Well, you stay on location. PBDO, open up the cargo bay. We got to talk about episode four of Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah. yeah! <laughs> Hello there, and welcome to the Cargo Bay, a Star Wars conversation podcast being transmitted to you from a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. I am Brady C. here with my co-host, as always, Adam B. Hey, BC. I mean, I know you're hey. you're under Imperial threat right now, and you got to keep you got to keep your voice low, which is a shame yeah. because I'm really excited to talk about this episode of Obi Wan. I am. I'm also excited. I, I've fashioned um, a blanket as a sound barrier because I am on vacation and everyone in the house is currently sleeping or trying to sleep. Um, but for the podcast, for the love of Kenobi, you know, I had, we had to do it. So, you know, recording out here on the beach, you know, beautiful beaches of Scarif. Again, the Imperial presence is a little greater than I would have wanted. But, you know, we press on. We record because... We get to talk about this episode of Kenobi. Well, here, here's what I want to know, BC. Here's what I want to know. Did mm-hmm. you watch Obi Wan? The Obi Wan episode you watched on vacation. You know. Yep. Did you watch it with headphones on? Did you watch it in the open? Did you have any outside commentary about Kenobi, or is it <laughs> is it secret? Is it safe? No, it was totally secret, totally safe. So I I fell asleep last night. I just I just put on the part one. And, oh, nice. and fell asleep probably like 20 minutes into it. Maybe, yeah, like tw- probably about 20 minutes into it. And so, and that was like uh, probably around midnight because I wasn't going to stay up until 3 Eastern time right. to, to catch it. But I woke up just in the middle of the night randomly at like 
probably like 4.30 or so, and I still had my Disney Plus up on my laptop, which was next to me. So I was like, um, yeah, I'll just play the episode um, because it was <laughs> out. <laughs> was over like, yeah. yeah, I was like, mm, refresh. There it is. Play. <laughs> and so I, I did that. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it probably wasn't the best idea to watch it at that point because I was I wasn't as engaged probably as I, I normally am. Like usually I'm up early to watch it. Yeah. This was, I was, I felt almost like I was still asleep. So my, my, my response was definitely skewed by that. I enjoyed it. I mean, even on a first watch, I was like, this is fine. I can nitpick with all the things that I normally nitpick. And, and I like the things that I normally like, and there's the highs and the lows of it. But but waking up, I I don't recommend waking up in the middle of the night, and and then watching, and then going back to sleep for a few more hours. It was it was I just I woke up and I was like, I'm pretty sure I watched it. I don't remember a ton of it, but I but as always, you know, I go back and I rewatch it so that I can take notes and we can talk about it. Yes, as yes. as we do a great on, service on the that you do to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and my rewatch experience was much more pleasant. In the afternoon, after I had, you know, gone out to the beautiful beaches of Scarif and dipped my toes in the waters, and uh, and you know, had had Can some, you go barefoot some nice into relaxing. The waters of Scarif? Yeah, yeah, it depends on where you are. Okay, because yeah, it, it seems like the, the, parts the, the, the topography beach. is all the same across the entire planet. But I guess there's got to be some regional, you know, funguses and predators mm-hmm. and whatnot, depending. Yeah, you you just have to know where to be. I got a pretty good location, so okay. yeah, I had I had a nice nice relaxing afternoon, and then came back and was like, I'm I'm ready to watch this with like being fully awake and cognitive of what's of what's going on, and and I I enjoyed my rewatch a lot more than than the initial watch, I, I will say, and I, and I think a lot of it had to do with with. <laughs> That's just how much sleep I had. Well, that's compared to the first watch. We've been uh, we've been trying to get these episodes out, you know, pronto, which was my my yeah. idea. I'll take the blame. I, I really wanted to have these things out, re- reacting as quickly as we could, so we could catch that wave of you know new lightning listenership. Fast. Yeah, lightning yeah. fast, lightning hot. <laughs> um, shout out lightning hot cooking. <laughs> um, but I, you know, I think it's probably better for us to give it a little time to breathe uh, because I had a similar experience, you know, last week I'd say I was pretty, I wasn't like disappointed with the episode and that I was like, this is a terrible episode. I was disappointed in that I realized this show is never going to be an HBO show. You know, this show is like that. It it really crossed the line for me where it was like, I can't imagine this and the upcoming episodes turning into like prestige, like beautiful television, like, really you know the peak of the form of tv but right on a rewatch and and after hearing some some input you know from my fiance and considering things around i was like you know what the, it was never supposed to be it was supposed to be star wars um let me go back and appreciate that episode more for what it was and that is how i went into yeah. it last night um but again it was late at night it's very late at night and uh i had a really good time the first time i watched it but the you know, sleeping in, watching it again later, uh, you know, on my lunch break in the afternoon. Uh, I don't know. I really had a good time with this one. I'm really excited to talk about it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, like, the, the, I think a good time is is exactly how I would describe it. Like, I, I again, we'll get into some nits that we will always pick. But yeah. 
like just just like having been rested and then just turning it on for the second time, I just thoroughly enjoyed it, which was really nice, uh, as opposed to you know being half asleep and and watching it and being like, I don't know if I agree with this. I'm so tired, <laughs> you know. That's I a- just I just the, the second watch I just was like, oh, this this is fun. This is a fun episode. Um. And I will cut this out of the podcast if you if you ask me in post to do so, BC. But I will say I'm also guilty if I watch something late in the evening, I will often have consumed um, some of the uh, the legal marijuana that is available in California. And when I do such a thing as that, um, my tolerance for television acting really low. Like I can watch something that I feel like is like peak acting performance and i'm not even i'm even talking about like the style of acting i'm talking like i want realism or else i start to totally lose it and this is something this episode definitely suffered from last night as i was like "Ooh, this is cheesy i can't take it it's too cheesy and then on a rewatch this afternoon i was like this is fine this is this really isn't like these people are doing good work i was being overly critical i apologize yeah yeah Yeah. no yeah uh leave it leave it in the podcast that's fine okay okay yeah (laughs) sorry if you now think i'm a heathen listeners i am you're you're abiding by the laws in the state in which you live so i don't think anyone can have a problem with (laughs) it yeah yeah. uh yeah so uh let's you want to you want to jump into this episode yeah i do all right Cool. Well, here's our blanket warning. Spoilers ahead. Yeah. If you have not watched part four of Obi-Wan Kenobi, get out of here. Yeah. Go somewhere else. Or you Go watch what? it. If you're experiencing this show through our podcast, well, good for you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I, I can think of only one better way to consume it, which would be directly through the program. But after that, it would be listening to this podcast and what we have to say about it. So if that's how you're enjoying Obi-Wan Kenobi, good for you. If you're just like, spoil away, this is this is how I consume Obi-Wan Kenobi, then welcome to the Cargo Bay. By the way, we are the Cargo Bay pod pretty much anywhere you can find us on uh, social media. Check us so, out. Like, follow, subscribe. Check out There's giveaways. There's some love our way. There's going to be a giveaway, giveaway out there. Actually, here it is. Here's the secret code for the giveaway. The secret Ooh. code is um, comlink. 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 Email comlink to the cargo bay pod at protonmail.com, and you will have an entry to win this uh, two of ninety nine offbeat buddies refractor from Star Wars Chrome Galaxy by Tops. All right, I did it. That's There's a the plug. Sauce. There's the code. Early in the show. There you, there, there you go. Right up top. You don't even have to wait around for it. So let's get into the episode. We are going to start on Jabim. Jabim, a new, a new planet, to my knowledge, BC. And a new, yeah, definitely a new planet. I know it exists. I'm pretty sure in in like other other canon. Okay. So it's a it's an it's I a may world have been that there is in known. a video game and don't remember it. I guess. I think one of the things I heard about it is that canonically it's like where one of the, the deadliest battles occurred during the Clone Wars. Oh, okay. So it's it's got some maybe legacy history at this point, but it, it just in terms of what what a casual like even us who have seen like Clone Wars and Rebels and all that sort of stuff, this is really the first exposure we're getting to Jabim. Yeah, live action um, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we've got Obi Wan. He's pulling a Boba Fett. He's taking a little back to bath. It's nice. He's he's recovering 
from from catching some flames on Mapuzo uh-huh. after getting all burned up. Uh, and so he sh- there's a well, weird, you know, that that connection between him and Vader is yeah. still happening as Vader's taking a little dip. You know, there's kind of like, yeah, floating in their back to us, feeling each other out a little bit. And then Obi-Wan's like, oh, my goodness, I got to get out of this <laughs> little tub. Where does Leia at? I forgot. All about her. <laughs> there are two interesting things about this to me. Uh, the pr- primary thing is this is the show to me in a bubble, which is like. A lot of it doesn't totally make sense with my head cannon. I'm like, why? Why is Vader still in Bacta? Um, for one, like after all this time, is he still trying to heal back to full form? Why doesn't Obi-Wan's breathing apparatus tied to his face as he's, you know, he just has to hold that thing in his mouth the whole time. The the hurt man in the Bacta. I got a lot of questions and then it all disappears because I'm like, ooh, the force connection, the pain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's and I feel like that's been a recurring thing for you is that like there's things where you're like, oh, this is weird. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, but I yeah. love this, yeah. which is a nice which is nice. Um, so we, we get him, you know, we're going to be, we're going to be moving this plot forward. He's got to get back to Leia. Yeah. I thought maybe there would be a little bit of a, a like an episode of separation yeah, for them. I but no, so too. we're right back into it. So we're going to cut over to Fortress Inquisitorius on the water moon of Nur, which is in the Mustafar system. As we all know, I like that. It's <laughs> uh, I like that they call it a water moon. That's a great band name. Uh, water moon. Yeah. Water moon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they go right back to Leia. Is she immediately under um, scrutiny here? Is she being inquisitated immediately? Is that where we start? She, she yeah, she, she's she's going to be inquisitated mostly throughout this episode. Yeah, um, but but she starts out. She's giving him hell, like the little Spitfire that she is. Uh, and and Reva Reva Reva. I call her Reva, but I, I don't know if that's right. I like Reva I because Reba. Reva is too close to Reba McIntyre. Mag- yeah, it makes me think of Reba. And McIntyre. I mean, other people I know named Reba. I'm not trying to, you know. Sure. Sorry, yeah. sorry, so, people I mean, named Reba. I think Reba McIntyre. It's I'm sure you know every a single curse time. that you all, all deal these, with. Yeah, <laughs> it's the cross you all must bear in life. Uh, yeah. So I'll say Reva. You say Reva. Okay. So Reva enters and tells uh, Leia that Obi Wan dead and that no one is coming for you so that's that's kind of where where little leia is she knows do you think she knows he's not dead by reading her mind with the force yeah i I think i i think she does yeah um it it, at least it feels that way yeah i think that's what they're trying to convey is that like she already knows this is bs like she can yeah she can tell yeah yeah we'll, we'll get to more moments of of her like just having that force power um straight up <laughs> um we're introduced to uh roken on back on jabeem this is ice you... ice cube ice cube son sorry ice d ice cube son yeah it's ice cube son who played ice cube in the public enemy movie that's right uh who says that obi-wan he's, he needs to get out of here you're trouble. You need oh, to get out of here. This is an egregious mistake. Uh, I know Ice T well. I know him from an old computer video game that he did voice acting in, and I vaguely know Ice Cube. So apologies. <laughs> 
Um, just saying, I'm in the know here, BC. I'm in the know. We will reach out to their representatives and make sure that the apology is felt far and wide. <laughs> he does. He, I like. I like that uh, Roken calls Obi Wan General. Yeah, it's he is talking to Obi Wan and not. Um, I don't. I haven't committed her name to memory yet. Our, our other character, Tala. Tala, because that's what I thought yeah. too. I was like, he's calling Obi Wan General, uh, which yeah. is cool. And Obi-Wan's in yes. the, like, he's got his old school Jedi. Like, I don't know where they got some old Jedi garb, but he's got it on, and I don't really care why. <laughs> it looks cool. It's, <laughs> you, we're just going to keep level leveling him up, much like a video game. Yeah, yeah. This is how this sort of feels to me in a lot of ways. Uh, we, we learned that Roken's wife was taken by the Inquisitors, and so he's going to agree to help Obi-Wan. Uh-huh. It's a whole little tiny conflict that happens very quickly. Yeah. And and isn't super clear to me where he's like, I want to help you, but they've done bad stuff in the past. So I'm going to help you now. And I'm like, all right, we could have yeah. just gotten to the helping him part, but it's fine. Like, whatever. This is something that rubbed um, me really the wrong way when I first watched it. And on rewatching, I was like, I don't know. It's fine, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I, it, I don't blame it, like, anyone I, in the scene for it. It just it is quick. No. It's a quick turn. <laughs> it's a, it's it's it it doesn't. It, yeah, that was the thing on the rewatch. I was like, yeah, that's it's fine. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. Uh, which I, I think is is a good mindset to go into a lot of <laughs> this with. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so we're gonna we're gonna get a classic little like we're planning a mission scene. You know him, you love him in Star Wars. Some sort of hologram pops out of a table. Uh, we're going to figure out how to get inside a fortress inquisitorious. Uh, Tala agrees to go with Obi-Wan because, you know, she she still has that officer clearance. Which is so we think, which is wild, which is, wild to me yeah. that the Empire is that incompetent. Like I try to justify it again because the first time I watched it, I had a lot of little technical things that I was able to excuse later. This was one where I was like, OK, so you had an officer disappear from a planet where a bunch of stormtroopers were shot. I guess you just talk it up to like a Jedi was on the planet. That's drawing all of our focus. We assume the Jedi did everything bad and we're blind to the fact that it could, he could have had help, I guess. Listen in the, in the prestige drama, here's what would have happened. Okay. Yeah. The inquisitors would have done an investigation and found that the three stormtroopers who were last facing Obi-Wan were actually shot, shot in the in back, the back yeah. by a blaster, which would have led them to thinking it was an inside job. But yeah. again, that is prestige television. Yep. This is Star is Wars, Star Wars yeah. which, which is fine. Yeah. Star Wars is its own thing. It doesn't need to be the wire. Yeah. This is true. It'd be cool if it was sometimes, but it, this is this is yeah, six I've given, episodes again, I've of given Obi-Wan. Up on, I've given up on on that kind yeah. of scrutiny. Holding up. Yes, we, we we must remove that kind of thinking so as we can enjoy the program. <laughs> um, so we're gonna we're gonna go to traveling to Nur, and we're seeing Obi Wan test his his force pull ability. And my man, it is weak. <laughs> It is weak. He can barely move that little thing on the table. But he's like, I'll be all right. Don't worry about me. I think I just can't do anything with the force right now. So I'm trying to decide if like he just really doesn't have the strength to do it, which I don't think is a thing. Or he's just playing with it like a fidget toy and he just gets lost in his head thinking about dark stuff. You know, like he's just kind of and he like loses his control because he's so distracted. Uh, It's probably it. Let's let's go. Is that his comm link that he's pushing around? 
I th- I think it is. Okay. That, that it's was, got a that new type assumption. of com link that looks cool. So yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, so from there, we're going to to cut back to Nur, which is just fun to say. Where we've got Reva telling Leia that they found the path and the safe house. Um, they've been found in two systems. You know, she's she's laying it out for her, like you got nothing to hide here. Just go ahead and tell us about it. She tells uh, little Leia that Obi Wan burned to death on Mapuzo, and if you tell me where the path is, you can go home. And Leia's like. Bitch, I don't know anything about a path. She's hardcore. Lay ain't gonna give. She ain't no snitch. Uh huh. All right. She ain't no snitch. She ain't gonna tell nothing. So she doesn't. We got a little layer resisting. She's doing a good job See, holding uh, out. All, all the rest of this episode, I'm excited to hear you like you know break down all of this stuff. This is the stuff where I'm just like, man, we've had so many torture scenes and Star Wars. We've had so many. Tell me, I won't tell you. Tell me, I. D- like I'm over it and seeing it done with a child doesn't help it at all for me. Um, this episode is the shortest we've gotten so far. Mm-hmm. Um, so like clearly they're not, they didn't try to like blow it up to 40 minutes. Um, but no. I don't think anyone's doing a terrible job in the scenes. I just, man, I don't need to see more of it. I get, I just need to know that Leia's resisting and she is, and that's it. <laughs> like, but yeah, we're going to keep cutting back. To this interrogation room over and over and over yeah yeah and we can we'll keep going through some of the the cuts here and maybe we can pick some nits with with some of that after we've gone through it because i i definitely feel this uh, as well uh in terms of the the editing yeah yeah of this particular episode um so next we're gonna have tala arrives in the fortress in in her officer garb she gets through security with relatively little pushback from a subordinate Imperial officer. Uh-huh. Who straight up is like, you're not supposed to be in there. But she's like, uh, I've got classified intelligence. If you even know what that is, bing bong. And he lets her through. Uh, we get Swimmy One Kenobi coming up from underneath. Love it. Love it. Like love this a is, this is a Kenobi. big redemption point in the episode for me where it from this point forward, I had a pretty good time because I remembered, oh, yeah, this is what I'm here for. <laughs> like, this is yes. this is why I'm watching <laughs> this front. Yeah, I would say from Obi-Wan's approach in. I'm 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 pretty much on board with everything in this episode, even the pacing and all of it that I have minor issues with at this point. Like, I'm just like, let's go. Yeah, like, yeah. he's doing Obi-Wan it. adventures. <laughs> well, it, it 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 feels very much to me. It has like an Obi-Wan New Hope vibe too of him like, I've got to get on this Imperial base and sneak around and do shit, you know, which is very cool. It's a great Obi-Wan vibe. I love it. Uh, So he he gets in using using the, you know, the port or whatever that Tala has opened. Uh, he goes in immediately, takes out a stormtrooper, and he, I mean, he's looking distinctly Jedi as he's walking down this hall. Like the garb is straight up. You're like, Jedi. Okay, cool. Uh, And then we're going to go back. Reva, Reva, Reva McIntyre is trying to take information from Leia's mind. So she's, she's bringing back the old Kylo Ren trick. She's bringing back what she did to uh, Haja. Haja? Haja. Haja, yeah. yeah. Haja Estri uh, in uh, part two, where she's trying to extract the information. and, And Leia just is straight up like, is this a staring contest? 
Which, to me... I'm a dyad in the force. Yeah. You don't even you know. Clearly, no, <laughs> don't even worry about it. But to me, this would, like, if Reva isn't like, uh, this child is incredibly strong with force because she's absolutely jacking me around right now and not giving me anything. Uh, I'd, uh, hey, Vader, your daughter's right here. I, it just brings in the competence you Again, know, I, I call think, into question. I think she knows that this is a strong kid with the force, and that's why Obi Wan is protecting her. And right. but she doesn't even want Vader to know. Like she's not on Vader's side. I, like I'm right. confident of that, right? So I don't know. I I'm okay with it. I guess. I mean, I don't think she's doing a great job interrogating this child, but I, I don't <laughs> no. know. I'll, no, I'll, I'll, I'll I, believe. I I'll believe her confidence in her her here's, here's, objective for a while. And again, not not to not to besmirch the performers, right. which we don't we don't do here. Yeah. I think I think they're both doing a great job. I think the writing of this yeah. is just so like give me this. No. This is this is this. It's no. such a and bummer to escalate to, to this. It. No, yeah, it's like okay. Because it's paced as if the dialogue is really great and like it's yes. fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's like it it is, yeah. I, I just feel like if if it if it had more weight or if there was like 1.5 times the substance to some of the, the like the pointed questioning. Again, I it it does. We feel need more to good cop like, in the beginning, maybe even you know, like yeah, and lay it yeah. play along, and then turn, and then it gets nasty. Yeah, just a little more nuance, I think, in general to what's what's going on here. It, it would, the most interesting nice. stuff is the interplay with her father, which they like try to make a turn at some point, but it doesn't really even make that much sense. But yeah, like maybe if it was more like, hey, I know your father's in the Senate and like we work for the Senate, you know, like, yeah, we're here to help. <laughs> like, yeah, that man kidnapped yeah. you. Yeah, that that would have been cool. Um, but, you know, to each their own. Yeah. So uh, Reva is then going to take Lola. Uh, we get a little insight into Reva. I had a droid when I was younger too. It was taken from me, like everything else. <laughs> this is to this, me. This is clear, this, like Jedi line. Yeah. This is this is like I was in the temple. They took everything from me. Yeah. Are you clear yes. on that? Yeah. 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 It 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 was. Or it, maybe yeah. In, the Jedi took me from my droid. Could be it too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's maybe it's, that's her motivation. Is she was stolen from her family by the Jedi? She didn't really want to go. She's always hated the Jedi. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it seems like that's got to be part of it, especially if we're going back to her being the person in the very beginning in Order sixty six. And Obi Wan's laying in that stuff about being taken from his family and not remembering yeah. his brother. So, like, if she's really yeah. bitter about that, um, that'd be good yeah. character motivation. And I think the motivations there, I just wish it was because now that we're in episode four, it's like there's so little time left. It feels like that it's like I wish that they had either made this like 10 episodes and just let some of the character beats for all of these characters take the time that it takes. So like that we're paying her stuff off right now. I feel like whenever we get to whatever her reveal is going to be. I feel it's going to feel, I hope it doesn't feel too rushed, but I feel yeah. like it's going to be very rushed. It's like, we'll know all the groundwork is laid for this. Like all, all of the signs have been pointing there all along, 
but I just wish that we took more time. But again, I, I don't have the budget to produce these things and I don't have you and McGregor's schedule. So <laughs> yeah. And I also, yeah, I'm, I'm assuming not sure where it's going yet either. I'm also, I'm either. not sure how they're going to do these next two episodes. Um, no idea. So we, well, yeah, let's, we, we can throw out some ideas or some thoughts about where it's going now that we're a little closer to the end. Um, so let's see, that's, that's Reva and the droid, uh, Obi-Wan is making his way through Fortress Inquisitorius. He's got some, he's seeing some secret droids as he's making his way to, to Leia's so, holding cell. This is where I want to talk about my new big headcanon change for Star Wars, all right? Bring it on. I, I, when I see this droid the first time I watch it, I'm kind of mad. I'm like, why is there a probe droid in this Imperial place? Why are there so many probe droids in general? Why aren't there just cameras in these hallways right like why don't they just have closed circuit cameras everywhere um and then i'm more annoyed when the probe droid returns later and becomes more of a nemesis it just like really bothers me when i watch it again i realize something about star wars tech bc star wars tech What's has that? infinite power almost right you can have a laser gun that shoots hundreds of like killing blasts before the battery pack dies you can have a lightsaber that's powered by a crystal you know, for who knows however long you got infinite space travel. What they don't have is semiconductors. They don't have semiconductors. They're the most like, or, or excuse me, not semiconductors. Um, uh, like what's the nano version of semiconductors? Um, like uh, what our computers run off of? Um, processors? Uh, 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 Microprocessors? Yeah, yeah, maybe microprocessor, but there's a there's a more fine there's more way to put a pin on like the resource that like okay. is like driving okay. GPU prices higher right now. For instance, like we have a <laughs> finite amount of you know uh, it's it's a very valuable thing to produce these like uh, microprocessors or whatever it is, and that's right. the universe that Star Wars is in. Is we have all of these sources of nearly infinite power. Like power is no issue but like fine yeah. computer resources are. So it, it does make more sense to have a droid that hovers around and flies and has a bunch of cameras and processors in its head because you can move it everywhere. It makes astromechs make more sense because you can't have a computer in your X-Wing because we don't have enough, you know, uh, we can't put a computer in everything, but yeah, you can put a light speed engine on almost anything. So you got to move the droids around. So this is my big headcanon change. I don't know if it's established elsewhere in the canon. If it is, please let us know in the comments. Um, I would love to be pointed to where this like is reinforced, but it like gave me this big sigh of like, yeah, maybe they do have a bunch of stupid droids like everywhere. Maybe they do have things flying around and they've still got people on manual control because the most valuable thing in the universe is computer parts or like those fine, you know, whatevers. So yeah, there's my there's my big head change for Star Wars. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, you finished Light of the Jedi, right? Yes, yes, I did. What did you? Quick sidebar: the the idea of linking all of the droids to do the like the supercomputer processing to figure out the divergence. Yeah, yeah, that was an interesting plot point. I, I mean, it fits, right? Like it, it kind okay. of fits instead of having a supercomputer, we build a supercomputer out of all these, like that's the kind of thing, like it fits yeah. in this world. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I didn't I even think about that, but yeah. Just made, it makes just me like me that, that more actually. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, they're not we'll they're have, not we'll throwing cell all. phones in the trash, right? They're not throwing droids in the trash. We don't have right. enough of that stuff to go around. Um, right. But yeah, power power is fine. I like that. Good head cannon. Good head cannon yeah. shift. Yeah. So uh, I go so, from yeah. hating this droid to kind of liking it because it also looks like a okay. physical. I don't know if it's CG or not, but later in the show, it looks like maybe it's a uh, a puppet right. or like an Practical. actual mechanical thing. Yeah. All right. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, I had, I had to yawn for those watching the video. You've been out in the waves of Scarif all day. I, I have been. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's been nice, but exhausting. And now having to dodge the Empire team. Uh, so next, uh, we're going to go to Tala is is called out because she's like she's like at a station. I like this on Fortress Inquisitorius. I like the old she, computer tech not making oh, any sense. Yeah, so I love them great. sticking yeah, the rods, like, the the code cylinders you, into things. Yeah, you stick great. those things in there. You stick it in. There's four <laughs> buttons, and then it tells you all the schematics <laughs> of everything. It's beautiful because she's calling out stuff. You're like, what is she looking at? There's a red button and a blue button, <laughs> but it's fine. Like I just buy into it. I'm yeah. like, I didn't question. It. I'm like, perfect. She knows what's going on, but she's called out for it not being her station. And she is going to pop that dude. Who's like, this isn't your station. She keeps going. We keep going, which is the important thing here. Uh-huh. Obi's going to dodge some stormtroopers. Tala's going to return to the con. I like Obi, giving though. Obi away. Obi's given that that old force click, though, that he does in episode four. Uh, he's given that that distraction noise. Yeah, I'm for yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. You know, he because he's hiding and then and then great comedic bit. Hey, are you there? And it's like, I'm <laughs> and the stormtroopers are like, oh. and the most OB observant stormtroopers we've ever seen. The most like yeah, on in alert. In question, is this is this a classic stormtrooper vocal from original Star Wars? It's Over not there. Let's go. It's not. It th- sounds so similar to original trilogy stormtrooper. All of their lines are very similar to when Obi-Wan does the like force boom in episode four, but I don't think they're the exact audio files. You know, I think it's okay, like re-recorded. It just sounded very similar to it. It could I was be, like, it, it just, it just rang, it just rang very like right, in my ear of like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it sounded so similar to like, Oh, that's a nice little touch. If, if they decided to do that or, or, or like change the audio. So it sounded like episode four. Uh, so now we're going to cut back to everyone's favorite. Reva, Reva tells Leia, She's alone. The only person that can save you now, Leia, is you. And Leia's like, I'll tell you where they are. I just don't want anyone to get hurt. I will have to tell my father first. That's okay, right? Because you said we're on the same side. And then Reva's like, torture this child right now. (laughs) Torture her. Straight up torture her. Uh, and so Obi Wan is getting closer. I do think it's closer. notable, and I don't know if it'll be revealed or not as to why she didn't. But she never lays a hand on Leia, and Leia never gets hurt. And you would think that you would move to a slap before you go straight to the torture machine, you know? So are they going to pay it off as like Reva never actually wanted to hurt this kid? You know, like is she like in her heart of hearts doesn't want to actually hurt people, um, like or at least not children? Or is it just like yeah? Why I don't know. Or is it just stupid? <laughs> well, I guess I guess we'll see. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess we'll see. I I don't know. It's not it's not clear, which I think is a a problem in the writing. Yeah, 
Is it a, well, maybe it's not or a common maybe just, yeah, waiting for the, the waiting for the big, the big reveal, which is fine. I just wish that hey, what if Reva is Qui-Gon? What if she animorphs into Qui-Gon at some point and it makes a transformer noise when she turns it I'm on board for that. Um, I'm 100 on board for that. I'm also on board for Obi Wan entering the tomb of the Jedi in <laughs> Fortress Inquisitorius. Yeah. Now this felt a little bit like the Mandalorian, where it was like, didn't see this coming at all. This is like, I'm all right. <laughs> like, what is this stuff? This. <laughs> this 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 is where it felt, and it, it is a direct call to to Rebels, which has luminara in the same sort of like yeah. holding death cell or whatever the one jedi that we i think the first one we th- that we see is a character from a clone wars episode yeah um he's kind of like the the old like kind of looks like a bunny rabbit kind of weird looking goofy face guy yeah uh he's got an episode with ahsoka where he teaches her a lesson in like patience about finding her lightsaber that she's lost. So RIP that guy whose name I don't remember. Yeah. Um, and then we got a bunch look, of ancient looking Jedi. And then a baby. And then, yeah, <laughs> and then a, the youngling. And then a little baby. Now, do you imagine uh, every one of these people are going to show up in a show in five to 10 years as a minor or major character? <laughs> now, every one of these Jedi they've established is somewhere in the Marvel laboratory being actually I don't, constructed. I, I think for this particular group, it's going to pay off in probably 30 years. I don't think it's going to be as soon. Okay. okay. But they're going the well's going to run pretty dry before we get to some of these people. I think some of the uh, older ones are going to be in our first like Knights of the Old Republic era show. You know, could be wrong. Yeah. I don't know. Some of them looking old. Yeah, old and weird. Ancient man. garb. Very, very ancient looking carp. So, so that, that's a cool sort of thing that he's going through in this fortress, just as like a moment to have him like beautiful. Yeah. Uh, so as after he's doing that, we he hears Leia's cry as as she's about to have her eyeballs drilled out. I don't um, like the pacing of this at all. I don't like the cutting in between of them because it makes it. Like, I want to spend some time in that hallway with Obi-Wan and take it in. And instead, I'm constantly being pulled away of, like, Obi, do you hear it? Do you hear this over here, Obi-Wan? Are you going to get in there yeah. and save the day? And he's going to tell Tala that he needs a distraction ASAP if he's going to save the day. And uh, she obliges. She, she, she does as he asks. And she's going to go right into the room no this is a different to... i watched this on the rewatch this is a different officer yeah she signals like the one who comes in and says uh, i was told it couldn't wait they look kind of similar and it is a you know a female was, imperial officer was, in one okay. of those hats when when well, reva comes makes... into the room the other woman is next to her i could okay, be wrong well, that... but I, i'm pretty sure on the rewatch i was like oh okay it's not her because that confused the heck more... out of me yeah, it makes more sense if they're different because if they were the same, I'm like, why would she just not talk to her in the room? Why would they? Okay, yeah. So yeah, then, why would they go elsewhere? I think she like signaled like, and that's why she's right, like, I to was told they couldn't wait, and then she comes gotcha. to her. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, well that's helpful. Um, so she gets Reva to come and starts giving her sort of the download on the path. I'm a spy. Reva doesn't believe her. 
It makes sense that the path would have people among us. River questions Tala's integrity. Tala gives her a story about being undercover. She says, Oh, he wants on Florum. We got to send everyone to Florum. It's it's the whole like uh, back and forth. I'm a spy. I don't trust you yet. It's fine. But again, it's Obi-Wan. not. Okay, well, part of this is like these scenes in a not rated R show, in fact, in a scene that is catering to a young audience in many cases. They're hard for me to watch. They're hard for me to watch in all the animated shows, too, because I don't feel the stakes. Like when I watch a rated R movie like this, I'm like, oh, someone might have their head blown off here. You know, like, (laughs) whereas when I'm watching this, it just doesn't have the teeth for me yet because we haven't seen violence on that level or like any of our, you know, I'm just not scared they're going to do something crazy. Right. There's not the precedence for something like that to happen right now. Yeah. I agree. It, yeah, it just played out, and you're like, "Why didn't? Why doesn't she just chop her head off?" See, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like disinsist. Like, oh, I guess because she's yeah, not a Sith. I guess. I guess she's yeah. I guess she's not. But yeah, I was like, "Why don't you just torture her?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Read instead her of the child. Yeah. She yeah whatever. Uh, so yes, we we get all that. Obi Wan is caught by a seeker droid. That's that's what's going to happen in that particular thing. Uh, Rever is going to start pursuing. Tala escapes the troopers, takes them out easily, grabs their helmets, gets I out like of there. I like that fight sequence a lot. Uh... Yeah, and perhaps I mean Obi. This is Obi Wan getting his groove back with the lightsaber. We're just seeing like the basic like defensive skills. Wait, right? have we gotten with the Did we cover him saving Leia? I think he we, hasn't, we haven't got there yet. Oh, okay. He hasn't got there yet. Oh, he's already think. fighting. Okay. I oh, thought wait, the first no, time yeah. he pulls out his blade is in the dark. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Okay. It's. Where did I. I think it's right after. I did skip it. I did skip it. Okay. It's I must buy Reva. Yeah, I skipped over it. Great moment. Lights out. Saber on. And... Blue light. Boom. Boom. Like. That's how a lightsaber moment should be done if you want to scare people. Did you see um, uh, the, the guy who plays Darth Maul in um, Clone Wars and Rebels posted? Because he was he played Starkiller in the Force Unleashed games. Oh, yeah. yeah. That is like an exact sequence. Sam Witwer. Yeah, yeah. His, there's a moment where Starkiller does the exact same thing in a cutscene, and it's like the same looking room, and it's in the dark, and he has blue lightsabers, and he cuts one, and then it turns off, and he gets the other. And he was like, first you stole my legs, Obi? <laughs> <laughs> now you're stealing my moves? But there's a lot of this yeah, taken the- from video games, PC. <laughs> a lot of this episode is video games oh it, it feels like a video game yeah. i mean this episode and i'm even this show in a lot of ways does feel like a video game well, we've so talked about like the, the skill tree up, and, and that's what mandalorian was as well yeah 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 totally best card totally, quest totally borrows from there yeah <laughs> yeah i'm upgrading my armor i want to look cooler <laughs> I, if i'm gonna play this game i want to look cooler yeah so 100 that uh so yeah sorry we skipped that he He's, does have leia in tow by this point, he, and he is you, do you he, see the he's getting that defensive. This well, uh, first I want to cut because I think Twitter is going to light onto this. They have the scene. He rescues her. He's got red light coming up from the grate. She's like, "I didn't tell," or "I didn't, I didn't tell them where they were." And he's yeah. like, "I know," and he says it like Harrison Ford. And I feel like that is an on purpose like callback of we got the red light coming up from the center grate uh, in the torture chamber. 
I think we'll Solid. see that. Uh, good call. But anyway, didn't, did not did not register with me at all. But good for Star Wars. I guess it kind of made me cringe. I was <laughs> I was not into. It, it didn't I? I did not register okay. that at all. Uh, but so. anyway, we got no, we got no, Obi Wan with the saber out. He's getting he's getting his saber back. He's deflecting shots. He's he's starting to aim them in the right spot on those deflections. So we're seeing him, him get his groove back. Although one of those shots does crack one of these underwater windows. Uh, so it's odd. yeah, so we've got a nice hole blasted in the glass. He's going to use the force to keep that window intact, and he does something that he's done in. Every episode, basically, so far, which is tell Leia to get out of here. Tala, go with Leia. I'll stay behind. Uh-huh. That's That's been a recurring thing of, like, you go ahead. I'll be here trying to save you. But maybe I will die. Uh, but he sends her ahead. He's holding out of the window. He's keeping, again, putting himself between danger and Leia as sort of that stopgap there. Uh, as the troopers get through the door, he releases that cracked glass and sends a flood of water their direction and is able to join Tala and Leia without so much as a, a drop of water on his beautiful Jedi tunic. Uh, he yes. is going to... Whoa, 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 this is a big scene. Whoa. Wait, wait, wait a second. I am just get... reading the recap, man. I'm just reading the recap, Okay, well, pal. I guess I misunderstand. Do we... Should we? Because if we were to just read straight through the recap, it would be twenty minutes of recap. I'm. T- I thought we were going to discuss things as they well, happen. What do you want? Well, I don't you know. This is about? the peak of the episode for me, man. This is like we've got. It's good. We've got Obi Wan using like a. Th- my favorite thing about this episode is we have a de- like a decisive style for Obi Wan they've created, which is like it leans on his prequel like up upstroke weird stuff. But it's also like kind of bridging the gap between old and new and maybe it's just rusty. But this is I, I would love if this is what Disney Star Wars is going to do is take every Jedi and give them a fake martial art like style applied to their lightsaber fighting, which seems to be what they're doing. Right. Like they did it with Luke in Mandalorian and they did it with Obi-Wan here and they're doing it with Ahsoka. Um, so, like, I, I don't know. I just had a great time with this. Um, like. I when watching it back, I was like, this looks really cool. Like it doesn't look practical or real, but it looks like a martial arts like movie. <laughs> like his his lightsaber style anyway. It's the best part of this episode for me. Yeah. Um is is watching him. It seems like it, you know, it, that it is this leveling up or rediscovering some of the force because we saw him not be very proficient with his lightsaber in the last episode, yeah. where it was just yeah. like I need to not be murdered by Darth Vader right now to now it's if I'm not, you know, the, the attacks that we see are sneak attacks. So it's, it's not something that requires a lot of, you know, blade skill. It's yeah. just stealth, stealth <laughs> kills. Blackjack in with a lightsaber. Yeah. But then, and then going into, you do see him take definitive, like defensive poses as he's protecting, right? And so you see him start to redirect those blaster shots and and be accurate with how he's doing it too. So at first it is like, I'm just gonna protect. And then it's I'm gonna protect and deflect at you. Because that's it's it's a thing that the Jedi are taught, right? It's like, yeah, and there's a I just watched the the Rebels episode where Kanan's teaching um Ezra. Ezra. Yeah. 
about about those defensive techniques, right? Where it's like, yeah, you can any like, yeah, you can deflect it, but you gotta aim it at something too. Like that's that's the next level. Yeah, that's like so a several episode or like a season long arc is Ezra like slowly you'll see him get better and better at like actually yeah. aiming lightsaber. <laughs> and, like, and so I thought it was really cool where it's like it's it's Obi Wan, so it's something he's a Jedi master, obviously. It's something that's that's rusty, but it comes back to him. Yeah. Like like seeing a, a, a golfer who hasn't picked up their clubs in a long time. It's like, oh yeah, if I take a few swings I can still hit it. 200 yards if I need to or whatever, you know? So it's like, yeah, uh, he shakes off the rest and then you see him really start to do work with it. I thought it was great. I thought it's probably my favorite part of the episode. Yeah. It's, it's dope to see him, uh, on that level. Of course, the, the glass breaking, I don't know, is weird to me. Uh, you know, glass acts like glass in star Wars. It's fine, but it is again, this is still taken directly from star Wars fallen order. Like this whole like escape from fortress inquisitorious is very similar or just fortress inquisitorious is established in fallen order. And it's almost like they took right. the level layout to heart. Like it's that exact, but I, I'm here for it. It's, it's cool. Okay. Yeah. People dig the game and apparently so do the creators of the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is nice. Uh, and then we get Obi-Wan doing the, the hilarious jacket bit where it's like, you know, in <laughs> cartoons where you've got someone standing on someone's shoulders so and they can be like a tall adult. This is you get you have this, but with Leia underneath as he's stowing her away to safety, which is hilarious. It's so good. Uh, my fiance wants this to be our Halloween costume where like I'm Amazing. under the coat. <laughs> Absolutely. She's, she's Obi-Wan. I love it. Yeah, no, I think do it. It's a great <laughs> costume. Uh, and, uh, and now we're going to get fifth brother coming in. Oh, he wants the base shut down. And of course, we know this is the third sister's doing. You know, this is Reva's fault. Um, we get a little confrontation between Reva and Tala. And, you know, and she's like, you know, was it worth it for an old man and a child? And Tala's like, this is never who I was. Our heroes, Adam, our heroes are surrounded. It is lights out for them. Things uh, are basically done. But guess what? What's that? T-47s. Rebels and ships and some T-47s coming in blasting. It's Chekhov's <laughs> T-47s. Yeah. Uh, we get those T-47s coming in blasting the shit out of uh, Fortress Inquisitorius and several of the, the troopers on there as as our, our heroes are, are saved again as Obi-Wan has once again found that there is help out there in the galaxy, a recurring theme of this uh, particular program. I like that T-47 crash on the deck. Some of the T-47 stuff doesn't look great to me, but I do like the landing. Mm. You know, the landing looked cool. Yeah. And yeah. I also like the the pilot, the pilot, the 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 lady pilot is playing everything really well when she's like, get in, <laughs> get in here. Get in here now. <laughs> yeah. So they, they get on board. The, uh, the second speeder is, uh, or the second T-47 is going to draw the attention. This is piloted by Wade, uh, who we all know and love. Uh-huh. And Wade is firing on uh, Reva. Uh, so that they can make their escape. Wade is out. He's out clear. He's done his job. But wait, what's that? Oh, no. Reva's going to throw something explosive at him. Tragedy befalls Wade. We knew him well. We loved him. Sorry, Wade. Rest in peace, Wade. Wade he is 
exploded Truly on the Wade. water moon of he lived the dream man this is my dream that is the exact role i want he even gets a scene outside of the cockpit and then a brief heroic moment and then death this is how you get in a star war this is well done this congratulations how you, how you get in a star war then you get on the comic con circuits then you start signing cards for top star wars and then you are set maybe <laughs> <You're set. laughs> And your card just says Wade on it. <laughs> and, and when you when we pulled the autographs, we're like, I got a Wade. <laughs> I think I'd be stoked to get a Wade, actually. <laughs> it would be pretty cool. Um, but rest in peace, Wade. We barely knew you. All right. Please. And then we're going to hear... And then we're going to hear that breath again before we see him. You know him, you love him. Darth Vader, baby. He is going to force choke the crap out of Reva. And she tells him, she's like, I let him go. Don't worry. I let them go. I put a tracker on the ship. Soon the location of the network and Kenobi will be ours. Vader's like, seems I've underestimated you. But are you sure the tracker's with him? <laughs> and she's like, yes, my lord. Where he goes, it will follow. Uh, so she's she's got the tracker on him. Uh, we have a nice, this is a tender little moment between Leia and Obi-Wan as she just grabs his hand. Very sweet. Yeah. Very, very nice moment. The The scoring on this is, is also very uh, good as well. And then we cut to Lola lighting up with a red evil eye. Lola. Evil, evil Lola. She's in her end of episode. That was a little bit like, yeah, I knew it was in Lola. He didn't have to, yeah. he didn't have to highlight it that much, but you know. I do, yeah. I do like at the end of that episode, though, um, I don't know, this is Star Wars r- rarely deals with death in any kind of a real way. Um, and I like that we finally get a pilot whose death like affects someone like Rose is an example of someone. Um, yeah. Uh, but as we all know, Star Wars cast her out. <laughs> they betrayed her and threw her out. <laughs> But they said, you're not welcome here, Rose Tico. <laughs> but I like this. I like this portrayal of a mission that is a success. And still we see that everyone is devastated and ruined by the death of this person. <laughs> like, I don't know. I like it. He has a name, Adam, and his name is Wade. Wade. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, Wade. And we have them. Thank we you. have them drinking their pain away across the ship as uh, Obi and Leia hold hands and Leia gets maybe her first taste of the many people she'll have to watch die and get over, over it and be like, my cause is greater than your life, sir, sir Wade. Yeah. I, I, I always like when, when there's a, a toll that's extracted. That's why I love rogue one. It's why it's one of my favorite star Wars, if not my favorite star Wars movie on any given watching, right? Is it, is it the stakes of it are so real and so felt in rogue one? I think this show could push further, but I also think watching this and just now that we're four episodes in that it's pretty clear that it's, it is skewing to a younger demographic, right? That it's it's not necessarily, like you said, it's not R-rated prestige TV. This is a very PG, like, I mean, hard PG, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, hard PG light, is the way to put it, yeah. Light PG-13, but hard, hard PG is what it feels like, which which isn't the worst thing. But if if you're if my mindset because I'm an adult right. and I want to see the hard R yeah. of Obi Wan Kenobi, 
it's it's the adjustment that I've had to make going yeah. into each episode where it's like I'm not getting the hard R Kenobi. I'm not getting, you know, like um the the Wolverine movie Logan where we're just gonna do an R rated yeah. comic book movie. And that's a great, you know, sort of down and out dying. It's the same kind of story. He's protecting a little girl who's the next Wolverine and it's like the future of whatever. Um just as a weird comparison that popped into my no, head I mean, there, that's but... a, I think that's exactly, I think that's exactly on for me anyway. It's like that, yeah. that's it, what I wanted is Obi-Wan Logan. And yes. I, but not that I even expected that, right? Like I never expected no. it to be that, but I think what I've, it's like my heart realizing, Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's star Wars. It's not. Yeah. And it, not only that, but it's Obi-Wan and Leia star Wars. Whereas Mandalorian was exciting sometimes because like episode two, where he just starts disintegrating Jawas, like it's nothing, you know, like that's not happening in this show necessarily. <laughs> like, like, no, like Mandalorian might be a PG 13 and this is a hard PG. Yeah. In, in, I, I it, it makes sense because it is Kenobi and it's one of the biggest properties that they can have on Disney plus. So to try to reach a wider audience and to, to appeal to, again, we get so like worked up. That's like, why are they trying to appeal to children? Well, that's star Wars. Yeah. That's kind of what it's for. Yeah. And so we get all worked up. And we're like, but some of the tech doesn't make sense. And Obi-Wan's not mad enough. And the, there aren't enough dead people on the thing. Like, yeah. But also the show's for eight year olds. So like, maybe I should get over some of my stuff. And and that is, that is the adjustment that I, I have that when I found myself making it specifically on the second watch of this episode, I was like, this is fine. And not in like a, a passive, like oh, whatever it's fine. I was like, this is perfectly fine for me. I don't, I don't, I don't need, I want it to be more than what it is, but I don't need it to be more than what it is. I'm just happy that it exists. And what I'm getting, I'm enjoying, which I think is the most important thing where it's like, if I don't, if I don't put it to the standard that I want it to be, which in my head is hard R Kenobi. Yeah prestige tv kenobi like episode the first episode being long and drawn out and paced like character beats and just gritty character stuff that's going on in that first part of the the series and then quickly moving to like adventure of the week and we got to go planet hopping and move and go and go and go and go once i accept that that's it's not going to be that I enjoy this so much more yeah. than, than trying to hold it to like this ideal of the show that's in my head that, that I haven't even like plotted out. I'm like, it could be better if they did it this way, if it was gritty or something. I don't know that to be true. Like, yeah. They have pretty smart people handling the story. So I trust them. I do think that there, there could be more time, but you know, you look at the constraints, the practicality of this six episodes is tight. And they yeah. have to tell a lot of story in six episodes, so it doesn't leave a lot of and room COVID. for those. Oh, everything. <laughs> like, all of it. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a better, like, it's it's easier to expect that out of Boba Fett. <laughs> you know, like, expect a little more, a little more in the way of, like, um, violence and adults, quote unquote, television uh, uh, for that. But, yeah, this makes sense. Quick. And when I... I was just gonna say, quick Boba Fett divergence. The the and again, it, it, the first two episodes being 
in my mind, very promising in the book of yeah. Boba Fett. Yeah, I was really excited. And it, it being and it being like, oh, what if we tell a weird him and the Tuscan story, and building up to to crime Lord Boba Fett, and then at the end of episode two, like going into episode three, they're basically like, no, <laughs> we're not gonna do that. And I was just like. That's a bummer for me because I was excited about this Tuscan Raider thing that was happening. This is this is good at avoiding that kind of mistake or that kind of feeling because I don't know where it's going the next episode ever. Like so far, I've been this, like, I don't know, I don't that's, know. That's, and that's exciting. That's what I was. That's what I was going to say about this one is is episode one left us knowing he's going, he's going on this adventure, he's going to go do it. Right, Obi Wan's going after Leia. The end of the second episode left us with the connection with Vader. He's escaped. There's probably going to be some sort of inevitable showdown, right? That that's yeah. going to come. I thought it would be later, but it's in the next episode. Yeah. We're at the end of it. We know that him and Leia are separated. Again, I thought it was going to take longer for them yeah. to, to come back to it, but we're right into it on this one. This one, this ended and I was like, I don't really know what I expect the next thing to be, but there's only two episodes left. Yeah. So there's, there's not that a... the last one is maybe an hour and 20, but it's probably not so far. It's proven that they're not going to do finales like that. There's 50. Yeah. Minutes. I, uh, yeah. I, it, it, I mean, with this episode ending where it did, did you have any like, Oh, here's what I think is going to be next on this. No, uh, no, this is kind of the first time I didn't too, where it's just like, I don't know. Are they going to, put up a, a st- like are they gonna fight wherever they're tracked are they gonna i have no idea what's next uh um, right um i know it's i mean it it seems like the main thing that it leaves us with very purposefully at the end which is the tracker the, you know the tracker right we we know wherever they go we're going to be on them so it seems like the fight is going to be coming to them as opposed to them going to the fight like they did in this one i guess but is it is it uh, all the inquisitors is it vader is it the full is force it a, yeah, of is it everyone? A showdown with the the jedi remnant wherever they're going right because you know because if they're going back is it are we going back to jabim are we going back to another location on the path do we have to avoid these things i, I guess it'll be interesting to see where it is that they land at the beginning of the episode yeah. because that's, that's where it's going to start coming down. But I, it feels to me like he's, he's got Leia now, right? Like he has her, they have escaped immediate danger and harm. Why wouldn't you immediately go back to Alderaan? Right. Like if that's, if that's on the table, go and take her back to safety immediately because if it's not about her, cause there's the line where it's, it's like, it's, this is all about Kenobi, right? And it's like, like okay, is, well, then is... why did you care about tracking the network? Should just right. <laughs> Should just kept Obi, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So it it to me, I, I would love to see it be like, okay, Leia is in our, we've got her. Yes, she's being tracked, but if if we put her back on Alderaan, she'll be safe on Alderaan. They're not gonna take her again. It seems like that. I mean, that would be dumb if they did and i think it would be bad storytelling if they're like we put her back and then we're taking her away it's like no she's there she's secure but now that we know where obi-wan is 
what's he gonna do? I think Leia's in it for the long haul. I, th- I think I, I think it ends with Leia being safely delivered back home. It, I mean, it, it makes sense if that's the the. Uh, I mean, it's the thrust of the entire story. It's the quest that Obi Wan is sent on at the end of Episode One, where it's like you've got to take this thing on. I have a new idea. And this is I don't think it's a good I don't think it's a real prediction, but here's what I want to no, see happen, fine. because the only prediction yeah. that I kind of have had is like they're calling They called him general. He's got his like his Jedi shirt on his tunic on. When's he going to put on those shoulder pauldrons and some of that clone armor? What if instead of leading them to the network, they're like, you know what? I know where a bunch of like, you know, outcast clone troopers live. We can like take it. We can set up a stand there and and buy enough time for like an escort to get Leia off world. And so they go with like, they're like 80 Tamura Morrison's down there and Obi-Wan, they like give him the clone armor. <laughs> he like leads the defense with the, uh, the clone troopers. <laughs> they find like, they find like captain, the captain, old man, captain Rex yeah, is out yeah, there yeah. with his, with his old man crew. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it, 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 this is I would say this is the the first episode at the end of it where I didn't have a clear idea of what at some point was going to be coming down the line other than yes there will be inevitable conflict between these two. Yeah. Obviously Leia is going to be delivered safely back to Alderaan. Like we know that that is going to happen. I still think we're going to get Qui-Gon in the next I think it's the next episode. It, it to me it just makes sense if it's the penultimate episode. Yeah. Um so that that Obi-Wan is ready when he gets to the last part of it. But, it, you know, if not, I, I'm almost positive Liam Neeson is showing up here within these next two episodes, or at least the voice of Liam Neeson is showing up in these next two episodes. I'm still, I'm still that's, holding out for that's the one. That's the one thing I would bet I think my bottom dollar on. I think you're, I think you're right, but I'm still not a hundred percent. I'm, I am now to 80%. I'm at 80% sure of return. I still want to see Anakin save Leia. I still think mm-hmm. that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have no idea what the next two episodes could do. But I think I'll have a better attitude going in because it's like you said, if I look at this, like I le- looked at the first season of the Clone Wars where I was like, this is a kid show. And then when clones like sacrifice themselves and people got blown up, I was like, wow that's wild then uh i think i'll have a good time i got i got um everything i wanted from this show i got in this episode (laughs) like i just wanted obi-wan doing some cool obi-wan adventures uh and he did it so i think we you know we've talked about it being very video game like the other thing is it it did feel very much like a clone wars episode which yeah. I think part of the disconnect is that like it's easier to accept that when it is a cartoon yeah. as opposed to when it's live action, right? Yeah, absolutely. So like seeing it in live action doesn't have the same impact as it does when it is animated for some reason. Like seeing violence and death in something that's animated hits like twice as hard. Yeah. Whereas yeah. in live action, you're like, yeah, I see this faked all the time. You know, in in movies and TV and stuff, it's so much more rare to see that in a in a children's cartoon. Whereas this, it, it doesn't have that same resonance. But if you again, if like you said, 
adjust the expectation and say this is an episode of Clone, Clone Wars, but it's live action. You're like, you know what? This is actually pretty good. So. I, I think even beyond the the kid showness of it, I think just like the genre, it's easier for me to suspend my disbelief in comic books than it is in movies and in cartoons than it is in movies. I think if you put this in a four three ratio and put put it on an old CRT television, I would probably think this show is like twice as good as i think it is now because hd television yeah. it's so hard for me to like watch with and suspend my disbelief this is the only thing i do if i don't watch marvel movies i don't watch other like kind of big fiction movies unless it's like a like wow this was art like you know everyone was like you got to watch right. dune i watched dune dune was amazing right. i'm like yeah this yeah. is this is it this is where it's at but i only do it for star wars because i love star wars so much that i can pull it off but yeah, it's harder for me for the nine millionth time to watch a Storm the Castle episode without being like, hmm, why didn't they do this? Why didn't they? You know, my scrutiny has gone up after years and years of Star Wars, and I'm washing that off and enjoying the show more. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm excited I, I to see where was, we're going. It was just... It was just nice to have a bit of a shift in perspective on on the rewatch of this particular one. Was like I don't I don't know I don't know what it, what in particular it was, but just like I was able to just watch it and not not have all the like expectations of what I thought it should be and just enjoy it for what it was. And I know we can kind of like hedge and be like, yeah, it's it's good. It's not you know what we wanted, but of course it's not. Like he's one of the most iconic characters, and everyone is gonna have like thoughts about what would be the coolest thing you could do with it and right. believe me the internet is just a buzz with everyone's takes and uh, i'm so sick of logging on to twitter after these episodes come out and seeing what people write and i'm just like i don't care what you thought of what your what you expected to happen like it's fine that you had that but like just seeing the amount of people on twitter who like this is not my Kenobi. I'm like, whatever, just get over it. <laughs> just watch it and accept it because it's your Kenobi now because they made it. Yeah. The other thing, I just want to, I hate getting on Twitter and seeing the Kenobi spoilers, dot, 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 and then a line of text. I'm immediately getting those off of my feed and whatever code or algorithm that Twitter has for that, it needs to be obliterated and destroyed because it's the most annoying thing on the planet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't help. It's, it doesn't. Kenobi spoilers, dot, 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 dot. Can you believe? I'm like, get <laughs> out of here right now. Yeah, I This don't... is not relevant, blocked. <laughs> Go. If you're gonna I post... never want to see you again. If you're going to post a spoiler, you have to do it with this, the image that's the blurred image that you can click to unblur the image. That's the only way to do it. You're not kidding anybody. We try not to I post spoilers. Uh, PBDO tries not to post spoilers, at least yeah. for a few weeks, you know? PB is very good on social media about the spoilers thing. Yeah, he's okay at it. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. I think there was one more thing I wanted to say, but it's lost my mind, uh, uh, or it's been lost from my mind, so I'm sure it wasn't important. Um, but, uh, oh, I think I was just going to, gonna thank you for talking to me all the way from scarif bc because i was dying to talk about this thing yeah um, this was, was this was one that especially after i was um awake and able to watch it was like oh i'm i'm looking forward to talking about this <laughs> i remember what if i was gonna it, say 
we got to give some credit to episode three for shaking because I think part of it, why it's taken some time for us to readjust is episode one, less so episode two, but still the end of episode two. I was like, oh, we might be getting into some real meaty drama here, some real right. meaty character drama. Um, and I think the last episode, like, that's why I was averse. So, like, I had a bad reaction yeah. to it, but it also yeah. shook me loose of that where I was able to be like, OK, whatever. Next yeah, and even if okay, whatever was an episode that ended with a confrontation between Vader and Obi Wan, I'm like, no, it's still That's pretty, pretty good. good for okay, it. whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As far as I'm concerned, I'm pretty pretty happy with that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, wait. Oh, yeah. he's him. The Empire. It's the Empire. Okay, they're coming. Hey, everybody, we're gonna have to shut down right now. Oh my goodness. They're patrolling. I just want to get. I just wanted a nice vacation on Scarif, man. Look, whatever you do, you don't talk, okay? I don't care how much they torture you in that little broken VCR machine that they use to torture people. You just don't, don't fun. talk, okay? Hey, quick, quick fun fact. Yeah. There is legitimately a cassette player and a VCR machine in this beach house that I'm staying in. <laughs> it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> PC, you gotta get that PCR out of there before the Empire discovers the tech. That's that's beautiful technology. They can't get their hands on it. PC, I hope you survive on Scarif. Oh. I do too. All right, good luck out there. Bye forever, yes. everybody. Get me out of here. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>